is going to come so when we celebrate easter sunday or resurrection sunday just not celebrate the, the jesus who rose 2000 years before from the tomb or from the dead but also celebrate your going with him is closer amen amen so today morning uh, actually i today morning i i uh, i i just got a word and i shared in the group also from 1 corinthians chapter 12 which says uh, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fail okay 1 corinthians chapter 10 12 says therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall okay shall we pray father in the name of jesus i submit this word in your hands thank you for speaking to us deeply and closely and sharing your heart and from and and prompting your words in your mouth and in my mouth and let all those who hear and those as well as i speak let it uh, transform our life help us to be serious about our spiritual life help us to be very close to you closer to you and let this word bring a revelation liberation in our life and a freedom in our life and let that bring a correction in our life god in jesus name i pray amen you know the bible says therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall You know, I ask you how serious you are about your spiritual life. If you are your spiritual life, how many of you think that you are strong in your spiritual life? I was thinking my glass, I cannot see properly or... Yeah, I could see properly. No hands up. Are you strong in your spiritual walk, life? And the Bible says, if you are, if you think that you are, you are, uh, you you are, uh, let him think who stands. Therefore, let him think he stands. He in some. If, are you strong enough? Like I said, if you are strong enough, there is a need that you need to be careful that you may not fail, you may not fall. Today is Holy Communion Day, so I will quickly going to be finishing my words because it's a, just from chapter ten, I am going to speak to you four five things. Bible says, if you, you if you think that you are you are spiritual, then there is a need that you need to be careful that you not not fall. It doesn't mean that you are a superwoman or a superman in the spiritual. You are who is one who say that I am born again. I speak in tongues. I I I I do things. I read Bible. I give words to people. I am I'm 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 a pastor. I'm a leader. I'm a worship leader. I'm a believer. And you are, if you are in Christ, there is a need that you should be careful. Otherwise, you can fail or you can fall. 
if you think that you you are you are spiritual then there is a need that you need to be careful about your spiritual walk amen this particular epistle apostle paul was writing to the church of corinth and those who know the history of Corinth church the church that was supposed to bring the light of the church into the world was has failed and what was happening in, 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 in besides that but the darkness of the world was peeping into the church can you can, can you relate with that because the worldliness is coming into the church but churchlessness is not going into the world the light is not going into the dark but the dark is coming into the church Apostle Paul, like a father, like a dad, like a pastor, like a servant of God, like a prophet, he was saying, my dear children, if, if you think that you are strong, you are faithful, or you are a believer, there is a need that you have to be careful that you may not fall. Have you ever thought about it? I was saying to the church in Varodhara that a pastor is more prone for faith to fall than any believer. A preacher, a teacher, a worship leader. The temptation on a worship leader is greater than a temptation on a pastor. Worship team members know that. your dad keep on guiding you telling this not to be done this not to be worn this not to be stayed why because i know you are the epicenter of the temptation the worship team has to go through more temptation than a pastor and you know the reason because you are taking a place of someone who was casted out from heaven. The one who held the, the very coveted position of the worship leader was Lucifer. His position you are taking. And he will not be happy. And that's why sometimes I correct leader worship team. I say your commitment is important. Your punctuality is important. Your dedication is important. Because why? Whatever small loophole you have, the devil wanted to enter into the team. Apostle Paul says, I could see the light of the gospel supposed to into the world to come into the world but today I see instead the, the darkness of the world the attitudes of the world the cultures of the world the parameters of the world is coming into and we become worldly Christians I'm not here to do some performance and go away. I'm not here to please somebody. You know that. I'm doing a serious business. Because it's a, it's a, it's, it, it, it's a great business. Because my father gave that business into my hand. Because he paid a price. And I, am, I should be careful how I handle it. The same way you. Apostle Paul 
was correcting the church of Corinthians with great burden in his heart and saying, my brothers, my sisters, you think that nothing can deviate you, nothing can touch you, no temptation can come up to you. I know how to handle my problems. I know I don't want any pastor. I don't want any prayer support. My parents are pastor. I can, I know how to go to heaven. Then there is a need that you be careful. That, that you may not fall and fail. Look, look to verse 11. Look, look to verse 11, what he says. He says, 11. Yeah. Come on, what, one word ahead. Yeah, for there is, no, 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 look to 11. Nine. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 11. Now all these things happened to them as example. They were written for your admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Means what Bible saying? This is exactly what went through the through it. I'm, I'm trying to allow alerting you so that it could be an example. It can be, it can be, it can be a standard that you know we are in the end of the ages. This can peep into your church. No, no. It can peep into your church. I want to tell you what he was telling. The, in, what I understand is that our relationship with our father do not accept us from sin and its consequences. If we are not careful, we are not accepted. That just because I'm a pastor, just because I'm a worship singer, just because I sing God is awesome, I'm accepted from sin and and its consequences. No, we are equally going to pay the same price. And we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We are living in a, in a season, we are living in a period of time. My dear children, it is very difficult to stand firm in faith. Because every moment our faith will be tested. Every moment our belief will be shattered. It's very difficult. That's why I asked you, how many of you are serious about your spiritual sometimes we come into the church as if we just come into the church every morning telling some people they sit they, they will be talking to one another they will be doing something on their mobile they will be laughing with one another are you serious because you are in the house of the lord where is that fear of god don't you have the fear of god Remember Jesus, he went into the temple and he said, Do not make the house of prayer as a den of thieves. Jesus is serious because why? In the church, he walks in midst of the church. And he will not tolerate any kind of excuses. Any kind of sins or compromises. I have a limited time, so because there is a holy communion is there. So let us go 
Let us see this what about this is rain. What was Apostle Paul trying to say? We will see in verse uh, chapter 10, verse 1 to 5. What all was this? What was his rain? Let us see that. See chapter uh, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. Understand? The first thing. First thing Apostle Paul says, I do not want it to be ignorant. I do not want you to be unaware what our forefathers were, forefathers were led under the cloud. What is the symbol of what, what symbolizes cloud? Cloud means what? The presence of God. Remember Israel being brought under the cloud, pillar of fire, pillar of Hallelujah. They were under the cloud. These people were so privileged. The Israelites were so privileged. They were under the cloud of the, under the presence of God. And what is the second privilege? All passed through the sea. Can you remember the Lord parting the mouth, the sea into two and they walked through a dry land. That was our forefathers. Apostle Paul is saying to them, don't, don't be ignorant. Our, our forefathers, they were, the God under his presence guided them into the promised land. Okay? And while they were coming, they passed, they passed through a sea. How? Because the water parted for them. Never again in the history it happened. Never again, Ben. It never happened again. Israel is the only nation that experienced parting of the river and sea two times. One in Red Sea, the second in Jordan. Nobody else. What a privileged people. And then, so what is it? They were, they were under the cloud means was, there was a divine protection over them. Okay? Divine protection. And the third thing, the third thing, verse 3, what it says? And all this ate the same spiritual food. Hallelujah! The spiritual food, John chapter 6, 31, no need to take. He says, I am the bread cake come from heaven. They ate the same spiritual food. Some translation says uh, the food of angels. Some, some translation says heavenly food. You and me never ate heavenly food. But these Israelites, they, the fathers, were so privileged, they ate the food of heaven. Four thing. Verse 4. And all drank the same spiritual dream. See the privileges. They all, what was the spiritual dream? You remember from the rock they received. And what was the rock? It says, and that drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. Hallelujah. Symbolically, the rock was Christ. They, they drank from Jesus Christ. See the privileges. They were under divine protection. 
day God brought them under the cloud under the presence of God God made way for them for their exodus from slavery to promised land divinely supernaturally making a way through the red sea giving the spiritual manna the meaning of manna what is the meaning of manna what is the meaning of manna what is it the the the, the manna the hebrew meaning of manna is what is it when they saw something fallen what is it manna they ate the spiritual food and they drank the same spiritual water from the rock and that rock was not a some simple rock that rock was the rock of ages that rock was the jesus christ whom we celebrate and we are drinking from that jesus and he said i will give my spirit and then the rivers of life will flow from streams of life will flow from your bosom that was the privilege hallelujah but problem starts here verse 5 Here comes the problem. But with most of them God was not well pleased. They were the most privileged people, Ruth. They were the most privileged people. It's a lies. Says my people called by my name. God chosen generation God chosen called the people passed in the exodus passed through the present with the presence of God through the red sea jordan river ate spiritual manna drank spiritual water but God was not well pleased with them let me tell you one thing receiving a miracle in your life doesn't mean that god is pleased with you receiving a miracle in your life doesn't mean that god is well pleased with you somebody in the back and just because you are not receiving an answer doesn't mean that god is angry with you his delays his delays are not denials he does things in his time but let me talk to some people who are so careful and so anxious and so enthusiastic about miracles and thinking that all the blessings are in my life that means god is i am well pleasing to god no then people may ask somebody asked me a question if they are not well pleased their life is not well pleased with god and then why god does miracle the god does not do miracle because of the person god does miracle because of the people god will allow roy philippi pastor roy philippi is wrong or somewhere fallen still he will allow me to minister to the people because the people 
he loves his people until the lord take me out moses sat on the on the throne of king until god removed him though he failed some of you you are in, in, in enjoying the blessings of life don't be in a in a state of mind that thinking that i am pleasing to god am i talking to somebody and what happened then for the bodies were scattered in the wilderness that means what they died you remember bible says in out of you know 6 million people started from exodus to exodus from exodus from egypt only two entered the promised land bible says my son joshua and caleb my servant joshua and caleb have a different excellent spirit and their children and grandchildren entered the promised land but none of them they were scattered i want to tell you no matter when we live in the wilderness of this world we can receive many many privileges from god doesn't mean that god is pleased with us because god jesus says to us everybody who calls jesus jesus shall not enter into the kingdom of god don't be sit in a prejudice that somehow i will enter into the king i'm not here to scare you but i'm telling the truth it is a time to correct our life and apostle paul then says in the verse 11 what happened to those people i am telling it to you so that it should not happen to you and that's why i'm joining apostle paul with the same spirit of god to tell you that what happened to them and what happened in corinthians should not happen in psu Amen. Very, 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 very careful. If you think that you are firm, if you think that you are strong in your faith, be careful. Be careful. Those who go to the gym, you know that no matter how strong weights you lift. but in a in a fractions of second in a illegitimate way in a uncareful uncareful way you lift up a weight that can spoil your ender exercises or ligaments or bones or something that is exactly what the bible says if you think that i have privileges of god in my life I am blessed I have clothes I am I'm spiritual I'm speaking in tongues I have the ability to prophesy I have ability to lay hands and preach all these things happens but God is not well pleased with you Do you think that excuses will please God will be pleased with your excuses Bible says I think Psalm 50 I think so last word says I'm tired of your excuses I will cheer you down and nobody will be there to save you God is not God is not pleased with your excuses
punished and rejected. Let me tell you one truth. Who asked you one truth? Who blessed Israel? Who allowed Israel to come under the cloud? Loudly please. God, who parted the sea and allowed them to go walk through the dry land? God, who gave them the spiritual food? Who gave them the spiritual drink? And who rejected? Who rejected them? God, let me tell you one day. The God who bless you can reject you if you are not careful the way you live. It was the same God who blessed him, them, rejected them, saying that they are not pleasing to me. Ezekiel chapter 33, 31. Let me take it quickly. It's already 30 minutes passed. Ezekiel chapter 33, 31. As again 33 31. Yes, so they come to you as my people do. He says to Ezekiel, when people come, Israel come, they come to you as my people, and then and sit before you as my people, like you all sitting. They sit here because they are the church. Okay, and then he says, and they hear your words. And then what it says, but they do not do them. How many sermons we heard? What was your response? And then he says, for with their mouth they show much love. Oh, praise the Lord, we hug one another. But what happened? But their hearts pursue their own gain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. They, are, they come and sit with you as if they are my people. They will listen to my words, but they will not obey. Through their mouth, they will say great love. But their hearts is conceived or by personal gains. In some translation says, their heart are not towards me. Matthew chapter 15, 8 says, These people draw near to me with their mouth, honor me with their lips, their heart is far from me. See, the same thing Isaiah speaks, the same thing Jeremiah speaks, and Jesus quoted Isaiah in Matthew saying that their heart is far from me. I want to tell you, if you and me will not live a life that is pleasing to God, then the God who blessed us can also reject us. You remember when Moses was, sorry, when Shout was, uh, uh, Saul was chosen as a king, Samuel anointed. But when Shout failed, 
God sent a message to Samuel that I relent that I made you king. I relent. I'm sorry that I chose you. Do you want to hear that from God? 20 years, 25 years, 30 years of Christian life, born in a pastor's family, born in an asset, worship, you are a worship leader or something that you are pursuing and one day after 20 years, 25 years, when you go into the presence of God, there God says, I am not pleased with you, my dear child. How many of you are listening to me? That eliminates the concept of one saint for saint forever. No. No. God will not push you out from salvation, but you can walk away from your salvation. You got, you got saved and you got baptized, and, but you, if you are not living a life that is pleasing to God, in the last days, there is a danger for you and me. And I want to, with great seriousness and humility, I want to tell you, it's time to take the stock of our life. Where are you? God is not interested in your stalking spirituality. God is not in your singing spirituality. God is interested in your living spirituality. They come to me as people of God. They listen to my words as my people. But they hear and they don't do. In their mouth they show love. But their heart is far from me. My dear children, it is time to take a stock of our life. Where we stand. Where we stand. No matter how much you speak in tongues. Where you stand in your relationship with God. No matter how much you worship God. Where you stand in your relationship with God. Why God rejected them? This is the next five things I say and I finish and by the time choir team, sorry, usher teams can come and prepare your, the Lord Holy Communion. The first thing, verse 6. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6. Now these things become an example to the intent that now see that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. The first reason why God rejected them was because they lusted evil things. What did it? They lusted evil things. James 1 4, you know, remember, so it says. The desires in us draw and, 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 and become sin and sin gives birth to death. You know, the desires, 
the desires lead us to lust understand that every pornography every rape everything like that every masturbation everything is a result of the evil desires of mankind evil desires of mankind they lust after evil things as they also lusted we should not lust after we saying that your forefathers who had this privilege but they lusted evil things but you should not if you should not fall in your spiritual walk you need to say lord i repent from all my lusting of evil things 1 john chapter 2:15 and 16 says what that's to be looked into 1 john chapter 2 15 and 16 what says do not love the world or the things in the world is it possible is it possible because everything that we do is for the world your education is not for heaven but it is for the world you are certificate heaven doesn't ask but in review people will ask certificate and they will not use whatever you learn so i don't know why we are studying sorry acha camera is there nothing comes to but nothing comes handy when we really start doing work no science no mathematics come to help then it is very practical the world and world thing and then says if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him means what if you think if you you love the world more than god then the love of father is not in him and then what is 16 says for all that is the world the lust of the flesh the world what is the, the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world so i summarized before that the lust of the eyes lust of the flesh and the pride of life all that we do today is for what for the world i sometimes ask some sometimes when somebody asked to me somebody said something to me and then uh, i was i will ask ask him if you do not like me that does that does it really mean that i will not have food today you like or dislike me i have nothing to do with your liking and dislike me because i know that i am a child of god child of god no matter maybe you, you 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 may think that my english is poor your parents english must be also be much poor when i speak to somebody some people say my pastor my english is not good i said i am worse than you does it really matters
does it really matters i will see i will speak some heavy heavy english words and then i am educated no no we have an audacity what that no we fail in exam nobody you everybody should be fair, very pleasing to you no matter next time you but somebody else fumble or somebody else falling by driving or somebody is close to turn off while sit, getting up or something we all laugh because we think it is fun all things is for world because those were spiritual would be covering the nakedness of his brothers not exposing am i talking to somebody don't call you a christian when you laugh at the other people's weakness when you are not a christian cover their nakedness you know that christian's job is to cover our brothers and sisters nakedness that means our their weaknesses so what the bible says so this is the last of the eyes and and i want to tell you it is this last of the evil things and if we cannot overcome this list less no matter what all testimony we carry we can also fail the way israel failed you may be having big big testimonies but if we cannot say overcome this then we can fail we need to always ponder into the desire that i have whether it is godly or worldly i told you i will come up with a sermon i'm waiting for resurrection sunday to pass away then i will come up with a sermon with uh, so that uh, the dead works of christianity christians bible according to the bible we all think we are doing good and bible proves us that you do but it is a dead work so 270 says what and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever is this not said that he who does the will of god will abide but forever hallelujah somebody say though the one who abides in the one who do does the will of god one who does the will of god forever not for some time you know the second thing go back to first corinthian 10 verse 7 verse 7 and do not become idolaters as were some of them what they were the second thing was idol worship idol worshiping and i'm not talking about the idols that is made by hands don't you know that how many idols you and me already created by our thoughts and that is living in us 
the idols made by hands can be removed but who will remove the idols made by us so bible says do not be idol worshippers that is the first commandment exodus chapter 24 says there should be no other god than me you do not worship any idol not no no idols or no pictures of from the anything from heaven earth or underneath water even the picture of jesus we should not keep it in our home because it is an bible says it's a commandment what is the idol what is the idol anything that takes the lawful place of god is idol anything it can be your study it can be your beauty it can be your parents your siblings it can be your boyfriend girlfriend it can be your money it can be your education it can be your employment it can be your business anything that is much value than god is an idol and that jesus said if you do not hate them you cannot be my disciple You remember Luke chapter 4 Jesus was tempted and what the devil said he showed the said I will give the, give you the kingdom of this world it is given to me and all the glory I will give it to you gentlemen You know there is a glory in the world and if you for you the glory of the world is important than the glory of god then something is wrong something your spirituality is questionable quote and unquote it is questionable nothing should takes god's place nothing should take god's worth nothing should take the glory of god You remember when Jesus Moses was under on the Mount Sion and uh, 40 days 40 night Aaron was waiting upon the ground and what happened the people under pressure they wanted an god to go before them and through the ornaments of silver and gold he made a gold calf and give it to them and said this is god and i want to tell you you and me are like such Aaron and we have made many golden calves that is in us and we are worshiping them look to our mobile phones do we not spend much time in mobile than bible do mobile phones are not closer than bible to us in our in our in our pockets in our pockets in our wallets in our bags but check your bag there will not be a bible there anything that becomes taking the god that's a golden calf you know the golden calf you get up very particular time to go to gym but there is no particular time for bible meditation you will go particular time to the class but you will we will not come particular time in the bible study which is our golden calf okay 
the third thing verse 8 not let us commit sexual immorality the third thing why israel was rejected sexual immorality what to say about it seven years i am talking about it some of them are hearing for seven years sexual immorality some of you you can say pastor i am i am a believer in christ i am not indulging into sexual immorality means i am not having any sexual relationship with any other partners physical partners girl or boy but don't you know that we still have spiritual immorality what is that spiritual immorality we are united with something which is not godly in the spiritual realm bible immorality comes means bible says you are immoral in the old testament specifically god said that's what you left me and started worshiping the gods and goddesses of baal and other people that is a sexual immorality how many of you know what is adultery and sexual immorality you know the difference of adultery yes no yes what is that affairs yeah so thank you so adultery means married people committing a relation a sex immorality with the other outside marriage sexual immorality means anything outside marriage is sexual immorality anything outside marriage that's a big topic i don't want to elaborate on that you can check whether you are sexually immoral that comes to everything i said kissing flirting everything is sexually immorality if you are that person is not your partner not you are married married to him or her don't look here and there i am not i am not a alien come from heaven the bible says the sky bible says it anything that is if you are not married to that person anything sexual thing that you are doing with other person now i want to then last time somebody was somebody was telling about the uh, homosexuals you know no. we love homosexuals but we do not love homosexuality because can you can you any anywhere you have seen that animals the male animal have sexual relation with a male animal no then why man man got so corrupted man is sexually immoral and you know what was happened if you read you can write it down num- read numbers chapter 25 just because israel started marrying girls and women from moab moab was a moab was a tribe that god had said not to marry from them and they are married and the bible says in one day there it is written and some of them did and in one day 23000 died and think about if we you and me commit sexual immorality what will happen 
that God is never changing. Don't come with your theory that uh, that uh, friend Shiva. I'm, I'm I'm not. <laughs> I don't have any problem. But my job is to teach you. If you come into a sexually immoral life as a Christian, there is an example taught today. Today's date you can write down in your book. Don't laugh it and leave it. Okay, it will haunt you one day. It will come to your mind one day, and that day. The Lord in the heaven will say, I don't know you. You came to me as my child. You heard my word, but you still continued with that. What happened? 23,000. And how many of you believe that God never changes? How many of you believe? Some of them? No, some of them don't want to lift up their hand. Okay. See, God never changes. Vengeance is His. It's His time He will punish until his coming he is merciful so that you and me can correct i'm not worried about less people in the church but i will be pleased to know that whom god gave to me none of them may lost and i also strive every day that i may not be lost i may not fail is it possible that apostle paul says i preach and i i may not get disqualified Okay, sexual immorality. If you are in a sexual immorality, as a church, I will want to tell you, the God who deprived Israel to walk into the promised land of Canaan is the same God who will stop you from Canaan. Your Canaan, that is the kingdom of God. The fourteen verse nine. Not let's tempt Christ. Next thing is that not let tempt Christ. As some of them also tempted and they were destroyed by serpents. If you read Numbers chapter 21, you, you will get that story. Because the Israelites, they started they started tempting God because they said when they have, they were hungry they said it would have been good that we remained in Egypt we would got some salads and fishes to eat they were much happier to have food than from freedom some of us oh heaven who saw it hell who know it's okay let us one life live it for the fullness my dear friend 60, 70, 80, 90 years is only this life but eternity in hell or heaven that you need to choose. So what did happen? They tempted and they said, and then what happened? They tempted when they got water. They tempted, they said, who will give us water? They got mana, they murmured and they complained. What happened? In Luke chapter 4, 12, we can see Jesus was tempted. I want to tell you, don't tempt Christ with our life and our deed. Don't tempt Christ. Usher speaks. Fifth. Verse 10. What is the th fifth thing they did? Nor complain. Nor complain. As some of them also complained and they were destroyed by the destroyer. Who is the destroyer? The devil. The, the, the devil, 
Okay? There is a complaining attitude that you read in Numbers chapter 16. Dissatisfaction. Loveless, lovelessness towards God will lead us into complaining attitude. Why people complain, Will? You know why people complain? They are not thankful for what they have and they keep complaining for what they don't have. Israel forgot all the benefits that they received from God. That's why Psalmist in Psalm 103 says what? Psalm 103 says what? Do not forget the benefits that you received from God. When you forget the benefits that you received from the Lord, what will happen? You will start complaining. You will start murmuring. You know, blessing and prosperity can also lead us to be complainers. Why not? Because we start comparing with other people. My blessing is lesser than other person's blessing. I'm, I go to church, but they doesn't come to the church. Why they have much blessing than me? I want to tell you, if you, you, you have developed an attitude of complaining, it's time to leave that kind of complaining and murmuring attitude because that can cost your eternal destination. Five things I said here. What the, what the Israel did? First, they lusted evil things. Second, they become idol worshippers. Third, they become sexually immoral. Fourth, they tempted Christ. Fifth, they had a complaining attitude. And then Apostle Paul says in 11, for what it says, now all these things happened to them as examples to us. What? And they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Now the Bible says it is written for whom? It is not just to fill the papers of the Bible. It is an example. It is an alert to you. This is exactly what happened. And today's church, these all things creeped. Lust in evil things. Sexual immoralities, complainings, all this thing creeped into the church. And we need to specially initiate to say to get rid of these five things. It is not God forces you to be idol worshipper. God said, do not do it. God want to see the greatest, the hardest word that ever you can say is what? No. When you are sexually tempted, you need to have the courage to say no. When you are you are you are you are forced into some worshiping of some idols, making something closer to you, you need to have the courage to say no. When lust, evil things coming in your mind that can become developed like a sin and that sin conceived and after that when time comes, death comes, you need to say no. When complaints, attitude of complaining comes, you need to say no. When you, you come, the devil comes up with promptings and you want to test God saying, what is the use of coming, walking in Jesus? That time you need to say that no. 
my God shall supply all my need according to riches in glory in Jesus Christ. Somebody need to raise the bar and say, I'm a child of God. I know my father began a good work and he's able to finish it and he's faithful. <laughs> Otherwise, what happened to his reign? It's not far to happen to us. Jesus died for me and you. Not why? So that we may not be worldly, but we may be godly. Jesus died for us. Bible says he purchased us by his blood. Don't you know that you are purchased by a price? Despite things which are to be overcome by us. This is not needed fasting and prayer. This is simply you need to say, I will not do this. Your boyfriend or your girlfriend, when temptation comes, no. Let us have a barrier. Let us be honest with God. Let us live a holy relationship. I love you. You love me. Wait until marriage. Do you have the courage to say that? Otherwise, don't get entangled with any relationship and then don't call yourself a Christian. I'm not against love. But love can easily become lust in any time. These things are things we can overcome. And why I said so, when we the things that we cannot overcome, when we could overcome the things that we could, then what we could not, God will help us. Let us see verse 13. No temptations has overtaken you except such is such as is common to man. So means what? The idol worshipping that is common to man. The lust of evil things, it is common to man. The, the complaining attitude, it is common to man. These are the same thing happens to everybody. But then what he says, God is faithful. And then he says, who will not allow you to tempt her beyond what are you able? Hallelujah. He is faithful. God will not, I written in my book, say God will not allow me to go beyond than my ability. Somebody, you can write, will not allow. God will not allow. Tell to temptation God, no God will not allow. God will not allow. You know, I know what is happening. The devil is trying to bring temptation on her and the Lord is interceding saying no my child she has no ability to handle this no I want to tell you when you go through a temptation which is beyond man's ability God is faithful to say no hallelujah then don't blame brothers and sisters and somebody and everybody you know don't, and then says, but with the temptation, he will also make a way. How many of you know that God knows your capacity? 
beyond that he will not allow even sickness in your body god knows you can handle it i rebuke that spirit of sickness but i want to say that when it comes beyond your ability god will make a way don't be worried about the mountains you have a mustard seed faith mountains shall be moved in jesus name the things that you can see is temporary it will be moved god says he will make a way during temptation i want to tell you god has a solution for you hallelujah maybe you cannot see through your naked eyes today what is happening but definitely god has a solution for you somebody say hallelujah god bible say jeremiah 29:11 i have a plan for you that plan is not to harm you but it is to bless you give you hope and future i want to tell you no matter what pain what agony what what kind of situation you are going through my god is faithful and he has a solution for you right now right now because the bible says he will not allow you to be tempted more than your ability hallelujah and if you are still still going through that temptation because god knows that you can still handle it think about jesus when he was carrying the cross the great wood log of wood he was carrying and he fell down third was the john of siren and he came helped jesus because in humanly strength it was difficult for him to carry that john i want to tell you beyond your limit god will some send some johns in your life god will make some solution for your life and he will not allow you to go through that he is faithful hold on my dear children he will not allow you to fail and fall why he is making a way he will make a way why he is making a way ela why he is making a way he is making a way so that he can walk in this way hallelujah he is making a way so that i can walk in his way hallelujah don't think that he is making you out of the way so that you can walk in your way no god is making a way so that you and me can walk in his way Jude chapter 124 let us read why he do that he is able Jude chapter 124 quickly that we have only communion now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling i want to tell you he is faithful He will not allow you to stumble and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy that's why he is stopping you he wanted to present you blameless and spotless hallelujah hallelujah your spot and your blemishes cannot be washed with the bones or lacme solution it is cleansed by the blood of jesus hallelujah Amen. Hallelujah. Blood of Jesus. Why? So that you can be present at faultless. No fault to be found in you. No fault to be found in you. Beloved church, I want to tell you. 
even still today he is interceding for you you may have failed many times you may have murmured you may have complained you may have indulged into sexual immorality but forget not in one day 23000 fell down that god is not changed he is the same yesterday today and forevermore today you may not see the punishment but one day you are going to see it. remember ecclesiastes says any man be pleased to do anything that you do now feel happy but one day it will be test it will be punished revelation chapter 22 11 revelation chapter 22 with that i'm closing he who is unjust let him be unjust still he who is filthy let him be filthy still he who is righteous let him be righteous still he who is holy let him be holy still then verse 22 sorry eleven told told and behold I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Let me tell you he is coming soon. The day and the time and the moment nobody knows but it is definite that he is going to come. And before that is a definite event that is called as rapture. The faithful in Christ will be lifted up. And that's why I asked you in the beginning how faithful you are. How serious you are about your spiritual life. just because one day you walk into the church you cannot be a spiritual person just because some day you read the bible some day you sing a song some day you act in a drama cannot make you a christian you need to have a personal relationship with god a very personal relationship and that's why apostle paul says to corinthian church if you are you you think that you are standing then be careful that you may not fall why the same people got blessed up brought them under the coverage of his presence provided them way divine way through the sea provided them spiritual dreams spiritual food but the same god rejected them remember about moses 40 years he carried forward the vision of god but just because of one disobedience instead of speaking to the rock he struck the second time and that cost him the eternal canon what happened he said you will not enter into canon can you imagine that can happen to you and me if we continue doing that and apostle paul says this is an example for you this is given to you as an alert if you think that you are spiritual and you think that you know once four five years before i was talking about uh, with somebody and uh, with some some relational problem that i witnessed through my eyes and i i told that person this is something is wrong and the reply for that from that person was to me is that i god has given me the strength to handle both god and my relationship in a right manner and <laughs> i said praise god and i walked away and then after six months i saw neither him nor the girlfriend both of them were out of the church and lived and they could not write their examination they could not their parents 
uh, business collapsed, there was no money, things started happening. Don't test your God. Don't test your God. Don't complain against God. Don't be sexually immoral. Don't desire lust, lust, evil things. Because that caused the promised land for for Israel. And Apostle Paul says, if you continue doing that, you can have the same in your life. Somebody is listening to me this evening? I'm spoken, I'm, I've spoken a very clear message to you without adding any anything in that right from the Bible. He is coming quickly. He is rewarded with his with him. And what it says, not it doesn't say it's to give according to what they desire, but it says to give everyone according to his work. According to his work, not according to what he deserves. I deserve be I, I, I be in heaven, but Bible says if you did some work that that guarantees you are going to heaven, that is there. Am I talking to you this evening? How many of you think that I am? You think that I am spiritual? I have no problem. Yes, we are spiritual. But let us also ponder into these five points where we need to say no. Uh, when we start saying no, then the things that we could not say no, God will help us. Because God says, I will not allow you to go beyond what a man can bear. And if it happens, I will make you a way for you and I will, I will give you strength to bear it. Is somebody listening to me in this evening? Is there somebody want to say, yes Lord, this is something, I have all the privileges of Jesus Christ's salvation in my life. The peace, the joy, everything is there. But I was, I am like this Israelite. I have some murmuring attitudes in me. I have some complaining attitudes in me. I have, I have a, I, I am in a personal relationship, love relationship with somebody. But my love relationship is not holy. But it is what? It is lustful. I test you time and time again. Every time I get a blessing, but I forget about that. And the next time I come into a problem, I challenge God. You know, Moses said, when Moses was confined and Moses got said to, God said to Moses, Okay, you take your people and go to Canaan, but I will not come with you. What was the answer of Moses? If you do not come, I do not want to go. What was the last time you sinned that I have lost without you? But really you men saying that God, if you are not in my studies, I cannot study. If you are not in my home, I cannot build a home. If you are not in my married life, I cannot live a married life. If you are not there in my, my walk in the spiritual life, I cannot. I don't want that promised land. I don't, I, can, I don't want to lead a life in this earth without you. Everybody, I said last time also, everybody wanted to be with Christ in heaven, but without walking with Christ on the earth. Are you walking with Christ on the earth? Apostle Paul was saying, Corinthian church, your light supposed to bring light into the darkness of the world, but the world's darkness peeped into and crept into, into, into the church and it has made it black. 
and if you think that you say somebody say that okay i know to handle i know what my my pastor said that my pastor i don't mind what your pastor said but i am speaking to you what the bible says the bible says if you are if you think that you are in christ you think that you are a believer be careful that you may not fall then apostle paul says what happened to israel what all privileges they got and how they failed and that is a testimony for us that is a alert to us that is a challenge to us saying you know it says that you know if you do these things you know and then the bible says there is one more verse let me see look what 10 11 uh, chapter 10 it says hmm verse 15 10:15 let me tell you and there is the with that the holy communion will take i speak as to wise men judge for yourself what i say i believe that you are wise people educated people having mind to reason and wise mind to think but what he says judge for yourself take stock for yourself where are you tonight jesus said a foolish man if i take your life today where will you go do you have an answer for that are you in a right relationship with god i do not know when jesus will come i do not know when rapture will happen but tonight if you die in some accident or in some sleep or something like that where will you go do you have a relationship with god if you do not have a relationship with god don't pretend to be a christian but repent to be a christian don't live in a pretense like just because you play a keyboard or drum or guitar or sing a song does not qualify you to heaven that the heathens also do you can see how pathetic become hill song and bethel and all like that how they have collapsed you can see that how many stories are there but apostle paul says i do not want you to be like that and today this pastor is in agreement with that verse telling you if you are in christ be careful that you may not fall i want you to close your eyes right now and take a moment of prayer i'm not forcing you to pray but i'm i'm asking you in a willing heart you pray tell to god jesus i'm sorry i lived like a like a heathen though i am a christian i love you but the same thing happened i come like your people hear your word like your people but i never did that i never listened to your promptings your commandments and i i have understood the how privileged was israel but today i understood that they become the by because of their attitudes and behaviors how they lost that promised land i do not want to lose that promised land i do not want that to lose that eternity with you i want to repent from my heathen 
worldly attitudes. If you have a complaining attitude, it can forfeit you from a life with Christ. Just uh, repent for that. If you have a, if you have you are tempting Christ again and again, repent for that. Otherwise, it can cost you, cost you for your eternal life. If you live a sexual immoral life, sexually immoral life, then ask God that God forgive me for living a sexually immoral life. If you are an idol worshiper, not the idols that man made, maybe some mobiles or some gadgets or something like that, some idols which took your place in your life more than Jesus, repent for that. And if you lusted evil things in your life, it is time to repent and turn to God. I give you one minute of time. After that, we will take hold we will participate in the Holy Communion. And uh, uh, one minute of time. Okay, as you prayed, uh, we are taking the Holy Communion. And before the Holy Communion, I want to, to remind you from the Word. The Word says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, will be guilty of the body and of the blood of the Lord. So when the bread and the cup comes as a symbol of his body and his, his blood, not be unworthy manner because what I said, there should be a repentance. You know that you have really